Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Should we have weekly weigh-ins here at 710? Since Ireland has a scale here now, should we do it once a week, once a month? Just to, Take it back just or kind of here? I don't, I'm sure it's here somewhere. I think we should do, you know when they weigh in for a boxing match or UFC? Yeah, just set a date for the weigh-in. Well, not just a date, just underwear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Never. And barefoot in here. Dude, I went to the beach the other day, and I was like looking around like, how many people well, are going to Well, you said everybody mess? keeps looking at you. How many people are, I don't want to ruin everybody's day. Mm-hmm. That's like UFC I, I, style. I, you got to flex. <laughs> right, right? I, uh, I'm a conscientious citizen of the universe. I don't want to gross out the other beachgoers. That's, uh, that's not what anybody's there for. Leave the beach. I wish they everybody felt the, the same way that I did. You know, it's all, it should be nothing but SI swimsuit people down there, male and female. I forgot to bring this up earlier. Taylor, did you see what's going on with the Sacramento Kings? They announced a huge multi-year partnership. With who? Not with a player. With the almond brand? Not with, no, not Blue Diamond or whatever that is. Those are good. Those are good. Um, They didn't go sign a player, somebody that's going to, they had to send out a press release, not because of, Ways of improving the roster. Grammy award-winning musician and entrepreneur Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Okay. Sat courtside with the Kings owner during a Vegas Summer League game. And now the Kings on Tuesday announced a multi-year partnership with 50 Cent. His premium wine and spirits company, Sire Spirits LLC. Can he hoop? And his charity, the G-Unity Foundation. Did you not see him at the Super Bowl? (laughs) Being. He plays down low. <laughs> yeah, he's banger. He plays down low. He's a banger. You got to box him out. So fifty cent. I'm okay. just surprised you didn't bring that up. At any, you know, hey, did you see? I thought that would be perfect. I just heard from Usley. Yeah, fifty cent. Hey, and the Sacramento sleep? Kings are now in partnership. Okay. Sure. Not a player. Not a player. I feel like they're kind of. You're like fifteen years too late on that. You got. Yeah, you got to. You got to operate where you got some chance of success, right? Wasn't fifty the one that invested really early in vitamin water? Mm-hmm. I believe he and was. Oh, yeah. Four hundred or something he was. like that. Yeah, he's made yeah. good investments, so I'm surprised yeah. he did this. He did. I believe. <laughs> boom! 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 Roasted. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. whatever own, however you want. His own squad. Yeah. But I'm right. He well, that's that. It means more when it comes 100%. from the guy that's. 100% invested in that. All right, so uh, we had the guy that norms, was it this time, that Dave Roberts couldn't manage in norms, which yeah. I don't agree with at all. I want to get the other side of it as well. Somebody that wants to defend good old Dave Roberts. This is Freddie in Woodland Hills. Freddie, what do you got? Gentlemen, thanks for having me. I This is like two years of just pent-up frustration of hearing the Dodgers fans complain. And I, Dodgers are not my team, but I've been watching baseball for over 30 years. And if you're like me and you grew up in Southern California in the 80s and 90s, you watch the Braves more than the Dodgers because they were on TBS every day. And when you look at Dave Roberts' uh, record, it's pretty close. He's probably going to finish close to what Bobby Cox has done as far as dominant division, being in the playoffs consistently. And I want you, what you guys think. Um, Bobby Cox is he not considered to be one of the greatest managers of all time. Is that Braves dynasty not considered to be extremely dominant? And yet Roberts is putting up a very similar scenario, and he's getting ripped in trash for it. So that's just an objective outside baseball perspective. Okay. Th- thanks for that, Freddie. I, look, you know when I kind of came around for good on Dave Roberts and, and, and for good for the good? That I was kind of like, okay, let's see. Because, look. Every manager in baseball is going to do some things that make you go, what the hell is he doing? That's 162 just the, games a year. For sure. And they're going to make some mistakes, and they're going to have some moments where you say, all right, I, I don't get that at all. They're going to stick with a guy beyond the point where I think most fans would. If if fans were calling the shots for the Dodgers, both Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy would be sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. Managers stick with their guys, especially guys that are proven, and I respect that and I get that. When Dave Roberts – got me for good when I said, you know what? I like this guy. I think that he's doing a good job because he does the things that you need to do, right? He does follow the numbers. He His players understand their roles on the team. The players seem to respect him a great deal. He's good with the media. All the things that you need to do, he does very, very well. But the thing that really 
grabbed me for good with him was when he went away from Kenley in the World Series. This was not, a, this was not hey, he's my guy. I'm going down with the ship. Nope. He realized, look, he's just not. Which he's done in the past. He's, he had done it in the past, but this was a, I'm not running him out there anymore. We, we are a step away from mm-hmm. the finish line. Julio, you're doing this. Julio, you're going out again. Julio, you're going out again. And Julio was the guy that they were using to close those games. That could not have been an easy decision for him. Kenley Jansen is arguably the greatest Dodger closer in history. Okay? Had blood, sweat, and tears for a long time and closed a million games for them. To say, hey, listen, brother, we're going to Julio. That took a great deal of courage. It took a great deal of leadership. to Because the easy thing is, is to run him out there sure. again. And that he didn't do that. That's when I said, you know what? He is making decisions that are in the best interest of the team in the moment. Everybody makes mistakes, but I'm, I'm a Dave Roberts fan. And so, that was the moment. I, I think the reason why Dave Roberts will get criticism when he gets criticism, first off, like you said, it happens. You're going to make mistakes, period. That's going to happen in a grind of 162 games. What you're hoping it doesn't happen in is when you're trying to win a World Series, you're in the middle of the playoffs. What are the expectations every single year for the Dodgers? Win the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. So he's going he's gonna to get more scrutiny than a lot of other managers out there, which, by the way, I think it's completely fair. It's fair to give him the scrutiny. Why? Is it because you are expected to he's win? Got all the tools. It's a $300 million payroll. Sure. Anything you need is right in front of you. Tell me another organization that's ran better than the Dodgers right now in baseball. I don't think you can find one. So I'm okay with it. It all comes with the territory. Now when somebody calls in and says, hey, he can't run a local Nordstrom rack, that's a different story. I'm not a huge fan. I don't like it. And literally, because of the name, it is exactly what you get when you walk in there. A lot of racks. I'd like to have a little more room. And by the I'd way, like to move around if it a little says bit more. Thirty-three. Right. There's a lot of thirty-four in the gene in there. size. They're, they're all over the place. I don't need to run into a thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Thirty. I wish. I wish I could run into a thirty-eight every once in a while. Um, here's here's a number. Right. Dave Roberts has the best winning percentage in baseball. Okay, I, I heard I heard them say that on the, it's either yesterday or the day before mm-hmm. that his winning percentage is better than anybody else's. If it was, I, I don't remember if it was the of the other twenty nine guys in baseball or all time. But he's he wins hundred games or damn near it yeah. every year he's been here. But but that that's why I say it comes with the territory. It does because if he was seventh on that list, let's say if active managers. Best winning percentage as a manager in baseball. If he was seventh, you know what would probably happen? He wouldn't have the Dodger job. You know, you see what I'm saying? That it just it comes with the te- when you're you cannot have that well that good of a team and have every asset, every tool that you need with it, and not be in that upper echelon of the top two, top three managers in, in baseball as far as a winning percentage. His biggest flaw is loyalty to his guys, but he's also shown that when it's time to make a hard decision, he'll make a hard I, – I, I'm a fan. He's going to – look, he will do – I guarantee you he will do something in the playoff sleeve that I'm going to be – you're going to be looking at me and you're going to do that thing and go, dude, why are you so mad? I, I guarantee you that's going to happen yeah. at some point. But that that is the job. I'm a fan. He does what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. Let's try another one. Let's go here. Mike in Los Angeles. It's funny. The Dodgers, by the way, okay, they won yesterday. Yankees lost again yesterday. Anyone want to know who has the best winning percentage of baseball? The Los Angeles Dodgers. There you go. Okay? But now all of a sudden, Dave Roberts can't manage a Nordstrom rack. Let's try Mike in L.A. You're up with Travis Lee. What's up, Mike? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, But listen, uh, Lee, you understand this, and Travis Schick, because he's a baseball guy. You have to be more than a glorified cheerleader. Dave Roberts is horrible when it comes to making a big decision when to pull the pitcher, when to go to the righty to the lefty. He gets outmanaged, and if we go up against the Mets and Buckshow Walter, who's a better tactician? Give me a break. You got to be more. He couldn't manage the Northridge Little League team, let alone the nearest. This is your guy, Al. The guy's horrible. This is your guy. That's your guy. Dynamite He's drop back. in money. <laughs> that that So he went little league team. Yeah, he, which I respect. That's no, but guy. that was good. That was good the Cuz I, I tried kind of You know what? You I, know, went what norms, was his name this I went time? norms. I went norms. I went RBs. Is that Mike? Uh, Mike and all I. Think it was Mike. M- Mike never gives specific examples. Mike just rails on and on about how bad he is and how he gets okay. out managed. Give give me an example, Mike. Is it is it as simple as this? When you get something in your head, it's really difficult to get it out. If you say, I don't like this kind of food, 
it's probably more times than not when you talk about that food or that restaurant, you're going to have something negative to say about it. And we'll have to see. They face the Mets in the uh, postseason. By the way, how good would that be? Be good. But Buck Showalter. It's, That's Dodgers. Okay, I'm going to be a baseball dork Damn for a second. Exciting. There are no more tacticians in baseball, guys. It, your your days of pining for Tommy Lasorda and Gene Mock and Billy Martin and Earl Weaver, they're gone. Look around the major leagues. Do you know who everyone on their team hates? Tony Larusa, because he's the guy. I'm a tactician. Okay, they they don't do it anymore. The reason that almost you still make decisions off the script. Very. Very, but those, but those could be those few. could be literally they, the difference they, of winning a series and not. But this this idea that look, we talked about this last year, right? When all of a sudden uh, I forget who it was, where they had the opener, right? Remember they they had the opener in the playoffs that they weren't going to have Orias start the game. Julio's going to come in a couple right. innings in. That was not Dave Roberts woke up, brushed no, his teeth, I agree and said, you. "Hey, you know what I'm going to do today." Yep, ninety five percent of these decisions are made pre-planned well before it ever happens. Yep, right. If they're all if then scenarios, if this happens, then you do this. Right, I get it. In a small series yep. like the Rays yep. World Series, sometimes you have to say, "I don't give a damn what the mass says. We're going to go with this." Kenley Jansen can't take anybody out. We're, we can't use him anymore. I know that the numbers say this is probably, but we're not going to do that. He's not the only guy doing it. Everybody in baseball does this now. But but you see, when you said the Julio not starting the game, that one is like an obvious. That has nothing to do with Dave Roberts, or at least it's a collective decision being made with the front office manager, however you want to call it. But I think what when a caller makes or when they criticize Dave Roberts, they're talking about the decisions that you just made. You're going to still have moments where your manager has to make a decision, and I think they're talking more about that. It's really rare. Like I, gu- I guarantee you, who do they play tonight? They play the Rockies tonight. Yep, right in Colorado. Watch I out! You, watch out for them Rockies. Right? There's going to be a situation where a left-handed batter is coming up, and they're going to want to make a pitching change. And there is, they've already decided, depending on the inning, is that Alex Vezia or is that yeah Caleb Ferguson or whoever the left-hander <laughs> du jour may be. These are not things that are done by the seat of the pants anymore. It's just it's old. It's antiquated. And mm-hmm. by the way. It's boring. The way it's done now is is kind of boring because Tommy Lasorda all of a sudden gets a wild hair and says, you know what worked great right here? A hit and run. And they do it, and when it happens, it's awesome. But the nerds that went to MIT and are smarter than all of us put together, they figured out that's a terrible decision right there. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> that will backfire far more than it's ever going to help you. You're going to take it's not, it's not someone's fun. opinion from Harvard over – what you and I accomplished that <laughs> yeah, Santa Barbara yeah. and San right. Diego State well, you know. hammered at 2.30 in the morning going it's to Albert Tacos. San Diego. I know how to tap a keg faster than uh, those guys do, I bet. I bet you I could beat them in a chugging contest. I bet you I, I could, could take down a California burrito in no time. <laughs> Absolutely. People, this is, this is really funny to me. People are super fired up about this. I do want to get your thoughts on post-LeBron yeah. Lakers because we're going to know at least sooner than later when that may or may not yep. happen. That's coming up By next. By the way, we got a little update, too, on uh, Kyler Murray finally got to uh, speak his mind a little bit. What, is he on recess? Did, did they let him out after uh, <laughs> Actually, he was like, done with his, like his homework? I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll hear from Kyler as well. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Got to get my arm in shape if I'm throwing passes. I can I can sling a football a little bit. That's one of those things I'm, I'm confident in my when ability to do. When we were at uh, SoFi. Yeah. That ball just yeah, I can throw. had a good time. I can that. 
who, I mean, you're kicking field goals. I'm throwing touchdown passes. You should have Kirk run like real routes. He probably could. And probably yell would. at him, too. Go yell on. at him like if it doesn't, doesn't go Dude, as you planned. you broke that off a step early. I was waiting for you. you got to get a little deeper into your route. What are you doing? You just keep telling him what route. You're like, in and out. <laughs> just, that's all you keep saying. I, I know the wheel. I know the dig. I know the go. Uh, what else do I know? That's, that might be Chair. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> Pop. Oh yeah, okay. That that is that what that's called? Yeah. All right. We got to know the chair now. I got a, I got a lot of different things. Look at this. You see that? Right. I did my rant for the show that Chris just mentioned. We're yeah. gonna be out there one to four. UC Irvine for training. I already, I already so excited. I did my prep yesterday. You already got your notes in. I did. I did. By the time I, I just you get had that to moment yesterday. by the time you get to Saturday morning, did you forget like the fact that you 100%. wrote everything? Yeah, that's I'm the same one. Hundred percent. Yeah. But it'll just one little quick little glance, and I'm back Bam. at it. Emily, you want a suggestion? Sure. This is from Bilal, and, of course, it's doing what it does right now. Here it is. Bilal writes, uh, hey, Emily, I would suggest that you use 10,000 Gorilla Glue to hold that part together. I did it before, and don't uh, – let's see here. Don't let the so-called professionals rip you off. I've used Gorilla Glue myself. It's basically like welding something together. <laughs> Once it's together, it's never coming apart. Oh. So you go to the hardware store, get some of that stuff, and glue your piece back yeah. on. It'll stay there. Was that so the, my- is that the infomercial? Who's the guy that goes all of a sudden? Oh, he's in the, the Florida flex tape. Flex that, yeah, tape. that's the flex my tape guy. guy. And he that tries looks to plug good, a boat. Try your, yeah, build a flex tape car. <laughs> so, crocodiles coming in. My, he's like, flex tape. My issue is that I I can't get under my car like with enough space that I can do these things. So, like, I don't I, – I put it up on my jacks last night, and it's still just, like, I can't get underneath it and, like, have the skill oh, to be able to do it. Go it needs to get lifted. Mechanic. Just start squirting the Gorilla Glue everywhere. What could go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Just get, get, just get, like, a squirt gun, a super soaker full of Gorilla Glue and just spray it on the bottom and start kicking I, the part I back I do have Gorilla Glue, though. I used it, like, to piece together some th- this uh, frame I yeah. dropped, so yeah. I have some. Absolutely. I, I only use Flex Tape. If I go, your doors closed. If I go to the gym, you know, guys will use tape to like lift and stuff. I'm just using flex tape. <laughs> Come on, yeah, looks underwater. Let's see how far that boat will actually go. I'm, I'm curious. How about that pitch man right there? It's bold. It's bold. He's no Vince from the ShamWow, but he's he's pretty good. Yeah. That guy's Vince is the he's old, like uh, the goat. yeah he's he doesn't play in the outfield. He DHs. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's in the only, lineup. Yeah, he's in the he's, lineup. He's, he's just lineup. not, you don't depend on him out on the field. You got this camera guy? Maybe the greatest line in the history of infomercials. <laughs> you getting this camera guy? So great. So great. Uh, LeBron's, uh, the ability to offer LeBron an extension. Yeah, two-year is, extension. Is coming up in, in just a little bit. And I would be surprised if either of these two things don't happen. A, if it's not offered. I mean, I'd be stunned if it isn't. Yep. I, it's going to be. And I'd be surprised if he didn't accept Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think both of those things yeah, are, are very, very likely. What next? Is it, it, Or maybe does what next not matter at all? That it's, look, we got these two years. We got LeBron James. Yeah. We are going to – every decision we make is going to be a decision to try to maximize these two years. Is there anybody over there saying, hey, guys, there will be a time when he's no longer here. We need to at least have that be a small part of the equation. So, first off, I think you're 100% right. We'll be offered, and I think more, more – more most likely, uh, LeBron will say, "Okay, yep, I'll sign a two-year extension. I'll be with the Lakers for three more years, counting this year." Trev, I I can't tell you the future of the Lakers. I really can't. Let Let me ask you this question: Draft compensation. How How important do you think that is for the Lakers over the next five years? Well, I, explain it more. What do you so mean? you have if you go out Just and go. Picks you talking about? Yeah, if you go out and trade Russ, you'd have to give up a twenty twenty seven, potentially okay. twenty twenty nine. Yeah. Do you find that incredibly valuable? Hey, you're really screwing with your future if you start giving away these picks. Any one of them specifically, not so much. All of them, the way that they've done it over the last couple of years, yes. So collectively, yes. based off what you just said, yes. I think it matters. Is there a growing concern that hey, when this Braun chapter, which might already be over, mm-hmm. that window could already be closed? That over the next five years, do you do you worry a lot about what this Lakers team is going to look like? Because some people would argue, I had Brad Turner on uh, Lakers Talk on Monday. BT was like, listen, I'm not saying that th- these draft picks are not important, but what I am telling you is the way the Lakers operate and the way they always have, they don't have to do it the exact same way other teams that's do fair. it. So I, th- I think you could say that. I think that's safe. What you say about the future, 
You know why this this rust thing is so important and what they end up doing this summer? As much as that expiring contract is meaningful to other teams, there's also some there's sure. also some value to the Lakers of having Russ expire. So that if you do have LeBron for two more years past this season, you could hypothetically have LeBron, Anthony Davis, and a $47 million expiring contract that you could potentially go out and go get some real players that you think fit well. So I think to answer your question, I think it will get done. Um, but I still think that there is some light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to after this season if you can't trade Russ. The idea of what you're saying, that the picks are for the Lakers specifically are not the end-all, be-all because they operate a little bit differently than everybody else. That, that makes sense. I just would like to know that there's somebody in the room saying, hey, guys, I'm not saying that we don't do these things. I'm just saying that they're, the, the post-LeBron era is going to be here before you know it. Yep. We should probably at least – Think about that before. I need that at least. You were talking about the filtration system. Yep. That I need that to be part of the filter. Hey, okay, we good? We good? Okay, we run it through the filter at least. And I don't know if that's happening. If I if I play the last ten years for the Lakers, if I play the last ten years for the Lakers, Trav, those draft picks are actually incredibly valuable. They are valuable. So when they went out, you might not look at D'Angelo Russell specifically, or Brandon Ingram specifically, or Kyle Kuzma specifically, or Julius Randle specifically, or Josh Hart specifically. But, Trav, it was all those picks that landed you, Anthony Davis. So let's not pretend like those picks aren't valuable. Sure. Post-LeBron, 2027, which I know is five years away, There's that could be a top-five pick. That's not, yeah. that's not out of the ordinary to think that a team making a trade for that 2027 first rounder, that that's not a Jason Tatum type of player. Now, it could also be somebody that isn't in the league in two years or whatever the case is, but I think there are definitely value to those picks. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I need to change the subject. <laughs> it's on again. I know. The new show on going ESPN. Anywhere. Headline, Mike Trout dealing with, quote, rare condition, close quote, in back. Trout, I'm appreciative of all the prayer requests. But, but my, my career, career is not over thoughts and prayers the the trainer goes out and say yeah you know this back thing he's got best spine surgeon in the world he hasn't seen too many of these it's something we got to keep our eye on something he's going to have to deal with for the rest of it what the is going on over there answer, answer your own question answer your question how did that happen what do you think happened okay here's my theory this is me completely speculating yep. how do you think it happened somebody reporter somebody went to the trainer and said hey how's trout doing and the trainer, either one of two things happened, either completely just lost track of the fact that he was talking to a trainer or was flattered that he was asked the question and involved in the process and answered it way, way, way too honestly. Because, it, but again, I'm even going to give the, the trainer a very small slice of grace. Okay. He should have known better. Mm-hmm. He absolutely should have known better than yeah, to probably should put go that the out front there. office on this. Make sure let me pass this on to the PR. They'll handle it. Yep. But the the reason I give him a very small slice of grace is this is an organizational failure where this person didn't understand. You never talk about these guys' injuries. That every once a week in the staff meeting that they probably don't have. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, just so we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Don't tell anybody anybody about their injuries. Got it. Go through the system, right, guys. Right, right. We know the system. Hey, the answer to how Mike Trout's back is the answer to, hey, who do you play tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Is It's not, oh, we got the Royals again. It's always, that needs to go through media relations. That needs to go through the communications. Guys, I'm not, it's not my department. You got to go ask them. Yeah. I, I, I can't speak to anything. It goes to them. Is it frustrating? Yeah. Is it, is it a way to bore people to tears? Yeah. Is it a way to avoid ending Mike Trout's career online yesterday, even though his career's not over? Yeah, it was colossally stupid. Do you ever have this? You go to a doctor, right? And you I live get some, stream it. You get some, <laughs> you get some lab work done. Uh huh. And then they come back and they got the results and they're sitting there with you. It's literally the equivalent of him saying, "Let me invite every reporter in. Why don't you guys come in here? <laughs> I got the results coming from Mike Trout. Come on in. Take a look at this." How about this? By the way, you guys all know nothing about what I'm showing you. That's fine. There's going to be some really good quotes that I think you could take out, and then we'll end up on ESPN 49 times like it has this morning. Fired the manager. Had a 16-game losing streak. 
had a brawl where their interim manager missed a handful of games. They're still closer to last place than they are first place. Arguably the greatest player we've seen in I don't know how long has publicly said, um, I'd like to win. This ain't working. Yeah. Then now their best player in the history of their organization had a trainer spill the beans on an injury. Not good. Not good. Lots of phone calls still to get to. Let's go to Studio City and Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Noah? Oh, guys, so good to hear you. Just just so you know, you guys have been getting me through every morning that I've been struggling through with my baby because he literally will only sleep on me and has just no desire to have anything to do with this bassinet. <laughs> okay, real, real quick before you get to this. How old is your – is it a uh, daughter or a son? My boy, Giovanni, he is uh, 11 weeks. Okay, so Giovanni is 11 weeks old, and he will only sleep if you're holding him? Is that the deal? Yes. Have you you tried the ferberization of little Giovanni yet? The fur, what I'm sorry, enlighten me to fervorization. Okay, so it's the fervor technique, right? Which is basically you let them scream themselves out. Mm. That you, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> have you we tried that yet? A little bit of that, the, the, a little bit we have, but the problem is, in, in all honesty, he has he's a he was a preemie, so oh. he's very refluxy. Okay, so if he were just gonna sit there and yell it out, I'd be like, dude, work your way through it. But he, he spits up and he's super uncomfortable. Yeah, that's I, I just don't have it in me to leave him there. Hang in there, Giovanni. What do you, what do you got for us today? Hopefully, uh, Giovanni's right. feeling better. <laughs> uh, he he is. He's coming around. He's putting on tons of weight. Everybody's happy, and his, his smile just breaks my heart. So, but speaking of broken hearts. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to bounce around on the Dodgers a little bit. I've gone to a couple games lately, uh, and it's it's been awesome to just have that moment. But real quick, um, uh, Bellinger, like I've never seen anyone with a batting stance like that. He looks like a telephone pole standing there. Has he not thought to look at you know Mookie Betts or Trey Turner or anyone that's in front of him and see how they stand when they're in the batter's box? I mean, I get it. There's a lot of nuance to different stances. But nobody stands there like that. I've seen bowlers with more athletic stances than him. Well, I don't, I don't understand why somebody doesn't get a hold of this guy and go, dude, this isn't going to work. It's obviously declining. You're you're two at-bats away from being Max Muncy, who is just – this is just torture watching this poor guy. I mean, I love him. His story is incredible. But you can't just leave him out there. You can see yeah. – the pain on his face. He looks. No, Muncy. It's mortified. eating Muncy alive. I want to jump in here real quick, Noah, because you bring up a couple of interesting things. You, you, you're, you couldn't be more right. You could. Muncy looks like he's ready to beat himself over the head with his yeah. own bat. He's yep. so frustrated. He mm-hmm. looks like he's ready to break someone's neck. And it's I in his head. Like it clearly. Here, here's my thing about Bellinger's stance. Okay, there is no one way to do it. Right, Rod Carew and Tony Gwynn went about it differently than Cal Ripken and Alex Rodriguez. Right, there are it's it's far more art than it is science. Okay, there's a couple of things you need to do. The thing that drives me crazy about what you're talking about, Noah, after he won the MVP and and hit what was it what 300 with 45 home runs and yep. he was just the best player in the mm-hmm. league, he changed it. And now it feels like it's a little different week to week, month to month. He's a little closer to the plate. He's a little more upright. He's a little more bent in the knees. That's and, and I get it. You're chasing you're chasing it. But Rod Carew and Tony Gwynn and Alex Rodriguez and all these guys that were great hitters, Juan Soto, they doesn't they don't have a new stance every six weeks. That's it's, a, it's the same thing. That's the worst thing you could do is you ain't gonna get no consistency. You have no like That was a triple negative, I think. Th- think about that. <laughs> think about that. Like you're every Whatever it is you do for your occupation, every week you're you're doing it differently. How are you going to get great at that one way you're doing it? Not like you and I are going to sit here and teach Cody Bellinger, Cody Bellinger how to swing, but there's nothing consistent to what he's doing. Think about Freddie Freeman a couple of weeks ago. I guess it's about a month ago. Yeah, now. remember, and he wasn't bad, but he wasn't quite the best version of. He was two eighty, and yeah. we were like, eh. but he's not a two eighty guy, right? No. He's a three hundred guy, which is what he is now, right. right? And then he went and hit with his dad. That's right. And, and you know what it was? It wasn't that his dad said, "Hey, get your elbow up, make sure that you you know you're firing your hips." It wasn't a. It was just kind of. Hey, can we just go back to the way that you hit the ball every single time from the time you were three years old to the time you are right now and just just see it and hit it? And they probably laughed and they probably told some stories and probably had a great time. That's what it's about. Not 
tinkering with it every single time. You got to give me the uh, Kyler Murray quote. I need to see that slate. It's we coming come back up next. We'll it. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The uh, is still my favorite part of that. <laughs> the very last noise. To, uh, I did not know his voice for Matt Stafford also has a version for other people as well. Ireland. And you know what? You know what? That actually is a really good impression of hmm. Messi. Chris is doing messy without even trying to do messy. It's Matthew Stafford. No, it's me doing Matthew Stafford. He's got one voice. Just uses that voice for everybody. Ireland complaining about camp and um, messy. He's got got three of them down. All right, so earlier in the week, uh, Kyler Murray, we found out the details of his contract. Basically, they want him to study the game more. Basically, they want him to prepare more for Arizona Cardinal games. So how about this? This came out probably within the last maybe hour or two or so. He held an unscheduled news conference to defend himself against the backlash that he's been receiving. He spoke for 11 minutes, a couple of his quotes that he has on there. He said it was disrespectful that outsiders thought he would reach the levels he has as a starting NFL quarterback without being a student of the game. He says it's almost a joke. I'm flattered that you guys would think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not take it serious. Went on to say, I can't afford to take any shortcuts. No pun intended. Those are things that can't, uh, I can't or you can't accomplish if you don't prepare the right way. It's laughable. Um, we, we talked about this a couple different ways. Trav, how, how this isn't you know the most local story or something like that, but it just shocked us both this was one of the things we were talking about Mike Trout and I'm reading the stuff yesterday I'm like I gotta read this again I don't understand what the (laughs) hell this is when this came out about the Cardinals having this clause in this contract you have to do this something that we hadn't seen before and I was asking you I said who looks worse in this is it the Cardinals or is it Kyler Murray and you're like both yeah there was this kind of equal he's got to hold an 11 minute conference to defend himself that he's not sitting back and not preparing for games and this and that. And that kind of goes through when we look at organizations and who's running operation the right way and who you feel like is not running operations the right way. I guess I'd be more surprised if this was somebody from the Rams or somebody from an organization that you do have more respect for. The dude's coming out for 11 minutes defending himself. And I I guess he has to, Al. I mean, I guess you got to say something after something so deeply humiliating comes out he should but, I, I think he should. i mean dude nobody, damage is done is that what you're made trying this to say up. Mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't a teammate who's now on a different team who didn't like kyler murray saying oh the reason the arizona cardinals would struggle is because kyler didn't do his homework this isn't some reporter saying you know according to sources kyler murray is not spending enough time in the film room prior to games this is his team Putting it in a contract. Putting it in the contract directly related to his compensation. This is not an opinion. This He, he can say, you know, uh, of quote, of course I watch film by myself. That's a given. Okay? Let's stop right there. Obviously not, Kyler. You can say whatever you want. Obviously not. Because if you watch film, that's a given. Why is it in there? Right, You can say it's disrespectful that outsiders thought you would reach the level you have without studying film. It's not outsiders, brother. It's your ownership. It's your own team. This is yeah, nobody's, his- nobody's making this up out of thin air. This is your own team put this in there. 
They, they, he can say whatever he wants. Nobody's buying this. His This is not a, a report out. His own team saying, hey, look, we'll give you all this money, but can you turn off the video games and the TV and watch one hour of film a night? Deeply humiliating. Disrespectful, sure, but they didn't put it in there just because they felt like being embarrassed. It's in there for a reason. Well, his energy is going in the wrong direction. Sure. Like if he if he held this presser and said, well, of course I find it disrespectful. Of course I find it disrespectful that the organization that I play for that's given me what's his contract two hundred and thirty mil. Something I don't like know that. how much is guaranteed, yeah. but it's something along those lines. His energy should go at his organization, and it doesn't have to be an oppressor. It could go behind the scenes. Maybe it has. You guys put me on the okay. spot like this. The- his energy should not be going towards the media or to those when he's saying you guys don't think I study. It's I didn't us. write the article. It's I, not us. No, no, and, and that that's that's probably the the biggest point of it all. Yeah. It's in one of your clauses in your contract. This isn't an opinion. It's a it's a it's a it's a data point in your contract. We're not making this up. Sheesh. Where he made the mistake is the second the Cardinals came to him and said, "Hey, listen, we're yep. going to give you an extension. Yep. We're going to give you the whole enchilada, two thirty, blah blah blah. However, mm-hmm. we need this to mm-hmm. be a part of it. The answer is get out of here." Take that out of the contract. You've offended me. Now, now yeah. I'm not in. No. Mm-hmm. No. I, now I want more. I want this gone because if you don't think that I'm doing it, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Then why are you signing me? What are you giving me that no, money no, for? Because someone else will. If I'm, I, done, if, I'm, done if I'm not guys. committed to you, why are you offering me it's, X amount of dollars? Or, terrific. by the way, you know what I would have done with him if I'm Kyler Murray? It's like, okay, you want to have that in there. I'm signing that. Con- if you're offering me that much money and you have that clause in there, oh, no, no, I'll sign it. But th- this ain't getting out public. Pat McAfee was talking about how much film Peyton Manning was watching. It was like he watches every snap of that team that season that they've played. He watches every snap of anybody that runs a similar. Like it was this insane amount of like he's watching 50 hours of just on his own study time. Okay. Has anybody ever said, you know, Peyton Manning should let, let's just write it in that he gets an extra hour a week. Never. Tom Brady's not – Matt Stafford's not incentivized to watch film. So he can say that it's disrespectful that people don't think he's a student of the game. Brother, it's not coming from anywhere other than the people that are with you every day. But the day. Cardinals are idiots too. It, they are. It's a bad look for everybody, but it's far – that he's pushing back on it now I think makes him look far worse. Well, I guess you have to say something. You have to, I, I, I'm okay with him saying something, but I go back to this. The energy is pointed at the wrong direction. You know, too late now. Of course, I watch film by myself. That's no, a no, given. no, 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 no. That no, doesn't no, even no. need to be said. But I do enjoy and love the process of watching a game. It's not. I refuse to let my work ethic, my preparing, be in question. But don't tell us that. Yeah, we we didn't put it in. <laughs> we we didn't. This wasn't the we Cardinals didn't, fans that said, now, "Hey, this clause needs to be in this contract." If I came in here on a Monday morning after mm-hmm. the Cardinals and the Rams had played a game. And Cardinal er, and Kyler Murray throwing a couple of picks, yeah. and the Rams won the game because Kyler the, uh, Murray played. It was poorly. the game they played in the, in the, uh, in the, the playoffs, playoffs, right? Yeah. And I said, you know, it just didn't look like that guy was prepared. Okay, that's what that response would be for. What do you know? You, you, you can't tell me I'm the quarterback of a playoff team and I'm not ten times. The people that are with you every day, brother. This is not people that were with you for one day. They're with you every day. Sheesh. And so say whatever you want, it ain't happening. That, that, Follow me, that's, camera guy. That's what's so awkward that's about Vince. it. That's right. That's Vince from ShamWow. I don't Follow think... me, camera guy. It's pretty Do good. you remember Set It and Forget It? I uh, Billy Mays, I think, was Set It and Forget It guy. Set It and Forget It. Yeah. I feel like that one's so underrated. <laughs> so, I wanted one of those so bad, and I was probably nine. When I worked for Jim. Jim Mom, we got to get one of those. Jim bought a house from somebody that I think was the daughter of one of those set it and forget it type of people. I don't know exactly who it was, but when he was deciding whether he's going to buy the house or not, um, you know, you go through the house, you look this, yep. and they wouldn't let him in this one particular room because that's where the inventions were. Oh my and he's God. like, look, I, I don't, you know, what, what are you talking about? Right. Fine. We'll let you in, but you can't say anything about what you see. In I'm there. sold already. <laughs> like I'm buying the home, not even knowing what's in that door. 
and, and he, the invention of I set what, it and forget it. Go-flex? I forget what it was. No, it was something. It looks like it was, it was a bunch of like it was a bunch of like screwdrivers on the ground. There was there was nothing in there. It was like there was they nothing created to a see. screwdriver. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It was just this weird thing. Like I, there wasn't even anything to see, and that's they were awesome. acting like it was uh, you know the launch codes to the nuclear football. Pretty pretty strange. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Set it and forget it. This one, Al, goes way back to 1999. It was July 28th, 1999, where Barry Sanders just showed up one day and said, you know what, I quit. I'm out. <laughs> and that was the last we ever saw him play football, right? They, 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 one of, if not the greatest running back of all time, had a lot of gas left in the tank, Yep. just said, yeah, I'm good. I thought for sure he'd be gone for a month or two come and back. say, yeah, I want to come back. And that, that was it. Do you ever go back? I mean, sometimes you could just be random. You just watch highlights of a certain player. Bro, go back, and they'll do this just, I don't know, five minutes of Barry Sanders. Go spend five minutes on YouTube. And some of the moves he puts on these guys, you're like, what What the hell is that? I think I know the exact one you're talking about. I believe it was against the Patriots where he there's a defense. He's, there's one guy left to beat. It was like, I don't know, four or five yards ahead of him. And he cuts right, and the guy cuts right to try to stop him. And then he cuts back to the left. The guy does like a 360, and then Barry's already gone back to his right again. The guy's literally running in the wrong direction. He's lost. <laughs> Extraordinary player. It's unbelievable watching. And Barry Sanders could have arguably, arguably been the best at doing it. Yeah. That I got you going one way, and before you know it, I'm already off in a different direction. Go five minutes. Go do it with on YouTube, Barry Sanders. There, there are. There's been a hand like obviously Latanian Tomlinson was mm-hmm. amazing, and and there's you know, LT is a good example. Just, Reggie Bush in college. Reggie Bush in college yeah. is a great example. But that guy was doing it oh. for years against NFL making players. These NFL at the making the best players in the world look like absolute idiots. If what about there's Derek a, Henry? If there's a, he's just bigger yeah, than he everybody. Just yeah. He just runs you. people. He goes over. through you. Yeah. If there's, he's an, actually the exact opposite of that. If there's an equivalent in basketball it's watching let's say ai's crossover on yeah guys, that's right? not bad just that you get somebody moving one way and then you end up the other way barry was as good I'm as trying it. to think if there's anybody else that just kind of wait he quit they just uh, emily andrew, luck. andrew luck is yeah. the other one but okay so i have a theory on andrew luck I, I think andrew luck uh was an extraordinary football player very 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 good at it who could kind of take it or leave it yeah i agree with you on that you know just like i, I i'm good at this i can make a lot of money doing this i am making a lot of money he doing came this from but, a lot of money too didn't he? uh his dad was a former nfl player and like an athletic director and stuff i don't know if they came from like he's not a a, a kardashian or something like that but he yeah he came from upper middle class probably but i think he made his money and realized this is kind of dangerous and i don't have to do this i'm out if you win the uh lottery Oh, yeah. What did you say? What is it up to? It's over a billion. It's over a billion dollars. Which, by the way, have you have you ever just gone and said, hey, I'm going to go buy some lotto tickets or some scratchers or anything like that? I have bought a scratcher. I bet you I've bought my whole life, I've probably bought 10 scratchers. I've yeah. probably done that. I don't think times. I've ever. Maybe in college I did it yeah. as a joke I've or never something. Bought I don't think like I've a ever bought one. Lotto where you picked yeah. the numbers. I've yep. never done that. I can tell you this that if the numbers came up, Travis, yep. mm-hmm. right? You, that's that's it. Come on, bro. That's it. What does that mean? I I I'm gone, and I'm not going to go. I'm not going to tell anybody, and I'm not going to go big, right? I'm not mm-hmm. going to have the super yacht. I'm not going to have the ten houses. I'm yeah. not going to have the planes. I'm not. What I'm going to do is I'm you gonna, might if you have a billion. I, I'm, I'll, I'll rent. I'll, I'll do the net jets. I'll, I'll just do my net jet thing because maybe I want to go to Seattle and I want to save a few bucks. Um, sorry. I would have a very nice place mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara, La Jolla, something like that. Yep. Just just nothing yep. super great, nice. And I would just kind of post up, play a little golf, maybe just stay off the radar a little, a little bit. I would be way off I the mean, radar. I mean, would we like would we change our time slot to accommodate You can do whatever you want. Well, no, we got to do it together. So <laughs> no. You can come up How about and hang this? Out How about a, this? Can we weekends a year? Can we hang out in your bunker? Oh, I'd have a bunker for sure. One hour, one. one hour a week, we do a podcast. Just one hour a week. That's it. Every other week. Ah, uh, can we do it quarterly? 
<laughs> they much like Ireland with his camping. Awesome. <laughs> maybe maybe quarterly is a good way Listen, to do that. I would be so proud of you if you won the if you won the lotto, and I never heard from you again in in my life. I would be like, guys, he won the lot. What do you want him to do? Why would, would he reach out to me? I would. I would. He's worth a bill. I would get rid of my phone number. I would get a new one. Yep. And my kids would have it. My mom and dad would have it. You know what I do with my bill? <laughs> I'd offer Dean three hundred mil. Give me the team, taking oh, it back more down. Than that. You, know, you could, worth, you could get like it's worth five. I was going to say you could get like a corner of the locker room for a billion. Yeah. That that's what's crazy. You could win. You could win, win a billion dollars, and and you'd the Broncos need to sold for four billion. You okay? Yes. You would need to win the lottery four more times to buy SoFi Stadium. <laughs> five billion bucks. Five billion. It's not a bad way to do it. It's Walker Bueller's birthday today. Twenty-eight years old. Happy birthday to you, Walker Bueller. Um, you count on him coming back. You think we're going to see him pitch for the Dodgers this season? So there was an update. What was that? Maybe a few days ago, like over the weekend, something along those lines. Looks like mid-September would probably be the earliest you could see Walker Bueller. Mm-hmm. You don't have much of a window. You there. don't. You so don't. I mean, if you're not if you're not back in mid-September. And we're getting close to October 1st. How does the team kind of handle what they do in that situation? This isn't an exact, like, apples to apples thing, but we were talking about LeBron a minute ago, and it's like what happens beyond LeBron's timeline. But Bueller's one of those guys that you, as much as you want to win the World Series right now, as much as the the Dodgers are going to have a great opportunity to do that because they're really good. Maybe that's why they go after another arm. There you go. Mm -hmm. You need to think about, okay, listen. We want him. If he, if the doctors are giving us a thumbs up and green lights, you go for it. But this is not one of those. Hey, let's. You're not the Padres. It's not. Hey, we got a shot right now. We got to go do this thing. You need to be cautious with him. Dustin May's not. He pitched that, in the minor leagues think, the other you day. You think that hurts the Dodgers a little bit? The fact that they're always good. That you don't. Let me use that as an example. Could the opposite work? What What I mean is that the Nationals got one right. The Braves got one. That. Because sometimes teams feel like we ain't gonna have a window. We just you gotta hit it when you hit it. Gotta hit it when you hit it. Where they are always, it seems like in that window. You think that plays against them a little bit? Against the Dodgers? Against the Dodgers? Maybe a that, little bit that you don't push the envelope. That you don't yeah. just fire every bullet you have. Because another team is saying, "Well, we gotta fire every bullet because we don't know if we're gonna have a window." And you got teams like the Dodgers that are always competitive. Steph Curry told NBC Sports Bay Area that he wants to end his career with the uh, Golden State Warriors. I feel pretty comfortable that that's gonna happen. Yeah, he can't. That that that's the one of those three: Steph, Draymond, and Clay. For sure. That's the no question about it, no doubt, or he'll never wear another jersey. We, we were kind of talking about this a little bit this morning. I think there's only one guy in L.A. that you look at right now and say there is no chance, no how, that someone else, that, that he wears another jersey. It's Kershaw, right? It, it, he's the, Even Aaron Donald, who I think is likely to play his whole career. If Aaron Donald all of a sudden ended up on the Washington Commanders for a season, I wouldn't be shocked. Bruce Smith did it. Deion did like those sorts of guys will go grab one more. Well, big Kershaw was a one-year deal. Know what they're doing? Yeah. What if he? What if Texas is coming around in the offseason, giving him? Hey, we still give you three years. Come if he play was going to do that, I feel like that would have happened already. They're, and by the way, we were just talking about Bueller. They're going to be good again. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. A, they're going to be a favorite to win the World Series and again he's next been year. Really so why good not this year? You know what else is really good this year? Supercross. Supercross. Yeah. yeah. KSBN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. 8256 FM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. The Bologna Girl Stronger. Super Cross Talk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleeve? Super Cross Talk time for Super Cross Talk. Anybody else, Mace, other than Kershaw on that list? It's just him, right? Uh, Yeah, I think Kershaw is the one guy. I can't imagine him in another uniform. Aaron Donald, I think, is unlikely, too. Likely, but... Since he came close to retiring or was that a Mm. negotiating ploy, all that stuff, I I think he's the other guy that likely is to finish his career. The Steelers come in heavy, his hometown, and say, hey, listen, one more year for $30 what do you say? End of the career, one more time, totally possible. John, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, John is there. What are you doing? 
I am going to a, believe it or not, I'm going to a comedy show tonight for the first time post-pandemic. Awesome. And I wasn't going to be able to make it if I left from the studio. Who are you seeing? So I have no idea. It's, it's one of those, we're going to the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa. Okay. Um, for somebody's birthday, and it's like eight different comedians, mm. but it starts early, so we're uh, we're heading over there after the show. Are you a live comedy guy, Mace? Yeah, love it. I I love comics. I think I used to run with comics when I lived in New York uh, because my broadcast partner Sue Kalinsky was a comic, so I hung out with a lot of comics, especially at a place called Caroline's in oh, Times yeah, Square. Oh yeah, very famous. Uh, and uh, back room, and Daryl Hammond would be there, no and yeah, I mean a, a lot of lot of comics back in the back room, and I. I always thought really interesting people, not as tortured as you would think. Not every comic is so. Tortured. It's funny you say that. My experience, and I've only been in the company of them to get to know them personally. Yes, with two and a half, like one, I kind of all pretty dark souls. Like, yeah, and that's what makes be. them funny. Although right? that's where what, it comes J- from. Jerry Seinfeld, the most upbeat guy yeah, on and on. I mean, that's you don't have to be a tortured soul to be a comedian. Mm. Although a lot of people are. Yeah. I don't go enough to those shows. I mean, there's there's probably so many good comedy shows just in L.A. on a weekly, monthly basis. It kind of gets lost. I don't know why I don't go out to more it's of them, a, it's, especially it, in Pasadena. It's, it's a fun night. It's yeah. a really fun night. John, are you going to bring that scale in on like a regular basis? Is this going to be a source of motivation for me? No, it was just a one, unless you want me to. Well, I, I, see, here's the thing. I'm kind of struggling because... I didn't hate the number I hit. He was happy with <laughs> you know, it. Oh, really? Yeah, you were yeah, happy with that? I, was, I mean, not happy, but it. I went. I, here, here was my range of emotions okay. yesterday. When John asked me, "What do you weigh?" and I had that moment where, okay, I got to go close to what I think it might yeah. be, but it could be a little bit higher than this. Yes. And I guessed two sixty something, and it was two sixty four. It was. Yeah. Okay. You were right on it. Had it been two seventy something, yep. it wouldn't have made me fall down in surprise had it been 280 something still in the ballpark wouldn't have made me fall down in surprise that i got in close enough to 250 something makes me feel oddly good about myself well good i'm glad do you eat late i i eat uh i usually eat dinner about eight okay that's so i eat late ish yeah because you gotta wait till you go to bed (laughs) right it's (laughs) You gotta wait sure. for bedtime yep. Yep. before you actually sure. eat dinner. So sure. that's when I sort of lay down and now, Mace, put on the game. If you're hungry at five, will you get in bed at five? <laughs> you know, can I be honest with you? Yes, I okay. really. I love eating in bed. It's like one of my favorite things. It is such a, it's such a a, a luxurious experience to eat in bed. He's a like king. room service, don't you? On the very first night when you check into a hotel, say. Ah, room service. I, a king. Okay, but see, okay, this is a good point. I love uh, pro room service. Yes. Love it. It's they, the best. They come in, they got the little cloche on the top. It, it's it's mm-hmm. a wonderfully decadent What's experience. that called, a cloche? A cloche. Oh, interesting. Yes, that's I called never knew cloche. what that was called. Yes. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah. They bring in the cart. Right? Oh, it's yeah. All, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, terrific. Yeah. yeah, cloche. A cloche is like Ace, that. isn't that the closer for the Indians? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was yeah, classe. classe. You're very yes. close. <laughs> that's a cloche. You're cloche with cloche. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's yeah. how and it actually, is. Actually, I, I have to get used to this. I should say guardians. Yes. Yeah, the that's guardians. right. That's right. But the idea of putting that meal on the bed oh, in a hotel. You get a towel from the bathroom. Oh. 